Hello, hello, and welcome back to Never Ending Roads, a self-improvement podcast with your host, Isabel Rhodes. Right, before we actually jump into the nitty gritty of this episode, we have to do a weekly update because that's the new segment that I'm doing. So, um, if you listened to last week's podcast, you know that I talked about DBR Customs doing a yard sale. And I actually got the privilege of going to the yard sale and Um, I do have to say it wasn't just DBR Customs. It was also Knights of the Inferno Firefighter and Military Motorcycle Club. (laughs) It's a lot. But um, both groups are super amazing. I got the privilege of working beside them. And um, they're truly amazing. And I know some people hear Motorcycle Club and they get really intimidated and think it's like a gang or something but these are genuinely one of the nicest people that I have ever met and so um yeah there's good news about that um I'll get into it a little bit later however um the yard sale went extremely well we had a goal of raising $500 and we topped that within a couple of hours so then we moved our goal to 1000 And guess what? We topped that again. So I just want to say thank you guys so much if you came out and supported the community, whether you donated clothes, you donated items, or you donated financially. The yard sale was a huge success, and we are choosing um, a couple of families, and we are dispersing the money out to them. So I'm super excited that we get to do that and give back to the community. Um, In two weeks from today, it will be, let's see, do I have a calendar out? Hold on, let me get a calendar out real quick. <laughs> okay, so in two weeks, I believe the 20, oh, no, the 16th, um, we are going to do another yard sale, but this time it's going to be in Elk, where the Oregon Road fire was. So if you're near that area, please come out, and if you need anything, Please come out and grab some clothes, grab some items. There's going to be food. There's going to be school supplies, clothes, household items. There's a lot, guys. It's not just, it's not just like a boring yard sale. It's, it was truly amazing. Um, if that doesn't apply to you, in three weeks on the 23rd, we are going to be back in Medical Lake at Lake's Harvest Food. I believe we're going to be there all day. The times are to be determined, and the elk location is still to be determined. We don't know 
we know we're doing it up in elk we just don't know where yet um but i will post those if you are interested and also if you're not following the dbr customs instagram go follow that because that is where you'll get the most accurate information um but yeah we are going to be back at medic lake on the 23rd um so please come out help us financially and if you have clothes to donate or anything that would also be amazing so yeah like i said i'm super excited that i get to be a part of such wonderful organizations and um i will be there at the medic lake one i unfortunately won't be at the elk one but i know it's going to be great no matter what um let's see what has happened this week um i haven't started college yet but i had orientation all week um and i'm gonna be honest the first day was really rough i just i wanted to cry it was so overwhelming um because i come from a small school and college can be very intimidating for such a small school um however it's kind of nice that i am going to a smaller college um so that it's not like super big and I'm going to get lost. Um, I think each class has about 30 kids in them. So that's really nice. Um, but when I was walking around with my mom, we were looking for all my classes and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so overwhelming. Like I'm going to have to walk from building to building, which I'm definitely not used to, but I think it's going to be really fun and a good change for me. Um, but you know, sometimes change can be really hard and, you know, we'll get to that more later on the episode because that's kind of what this episode's about. But, um, yeah, change can be hard, but know that it's okay and you don't have to worry about things in the future. Um, my favorite Bible verse actually kind of goes along with that. It's Matthew six thirty four, I believe. And it says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough to worry about itself. Just worry about today it's something like that it might not be that word for word but it's it's kind of like that um and I just love it because it's so true that you know you have so much going on today why are you worrying about tomorrow like just focus on a day take it day by day and I think so many times um we just get wrapped up in everything happening in the future and it's like you know don't worry about it because when that comes you can worry about it then. Just worry about right now and live in the moment. So now kind of segueing into what this podcast is, or not this podcast, this episode, it's actually about romanticizing things and just romanticizing your life. And I know that may sound crazy to some people, but um, thinking about it in different terms, it's kind of thinking about life glass half full instead of you know glass half empty um and so recently I've really been trying to do this more and more in my everyday life um and for example um just to get you a little more familiar with romanticizing life term um thinking about like if you had a meeting that you had to go to in the morning and you really hate this meeting and you don't want to go thinking about it as okay, cool. I get to wake up in the morning and I get the opportunity to share my brilliant ideas and share all that I have to offer 
and you know not being the loudest in the room but contribute as much as I can and making it a good meeting instead of thinking about oh I have to sit there and it's going to be forever and time is going to go so slow does that kind of make sense I hope so (laughs) but something that I do want to preface is there's a difference between romanticizing things and having expectations for things when you have expectations for things you most of the time get your hopes up and when something happens then you're really disappointed because your hopes were so high and that thing didn't happen um romanticizing things is thinking about the positive things in that moment and don't get me wrong some days it's going to be really hard to romanticize your life because sometimes life is really hard and you know it doesn't go your way and everything seems to be knocking you down and it's just like how am I supposed to be positive in this moment I just want you to know it's okay to have bad days this past week I probably cried a lot and I'm just gonna be brutally honest with you there's a lot of change going on in my life right now and it can be really hard but you know I've decided to get out of bed each day and look at the good one of the good things is that I even get to get out of bed each day you know that can be a really hard thing but getting out of bed is the first step and um going a little bit deeper with that um I'm gonna kind of go really deep I guess and um talk about something that's been happening this past week so um I recently went back to the doctors um because I thought I had a bladder infection well um Actually, today I got my test results back and I don't have a bladder infection, which you may be thinking, wow, that's really good, right? Like you don't have a bladder infection, no antibiotics. And yes, that is really good. However, that means that I have to go in for more testing. And that means that something else is happening that they don't know what it is. And that's really hard for me to wrap my head around because I... (laughs) have dealt with this for the past three years of going to doctor to doctor to doctor and no one can tell me what's wrong or why I'm feeling this way and so in my head I'm like am I making this stuff up like is this normal am I supposed to feel this way like I just I don't understand but um I've been really struggling with staying positive with that Another hard thing going along the same lines is my doctor told me that I might not have endometriosis, which great, right? Yes, but she told me that I might have another medical condition, which I don't really remember what it's called. I might be able to find it, but the bad thing about it is that I'd have to go back to the, I guess you could say hospital, but it's just, you know, It's the gynecologist, really. Um, But I'd have to go back there and um, do even more testing to figure out, is this endometriosis or is this, I think it's called interstitial cystis. Um, Interstitial cystis, yes. I think that's how you pronounce it. But basically, what interstitial cystis is, is it's, Okay, I'm still very new to this, but from what I got from it is that it's your body kind of tricking you and you feel like you have all these bladder infections, but you really don't. Like you go in and get tested for a bladder infection, but it's really not a bladder infection. Um, And so I think there's treatment for interstitial cystis, but I don't know. I'm just, (laughs) it's a lot. And so I haven't really researched it or anything. I've just 
kind of been sitting with that thought and that idea. And so where I'm going with this whole main idea is that, you know, it's been really hard to think about all the positives in this, but romanticizing it is thinking, you know, I have all these great doctors and all this support around me. And, you know, being a woman can be tough. I'm sure being a man can be tough too. (laughs) I wouldn't know, but I can only tell you that sometimes being a woman is really tough, especially going to the doctors and getting all these tests done. Um, But, you know, just thinking about, I have this great support system around me and, you know, I get to go and get a little treat afterwards. (laughs) And, you know, it's hard to romanticize a doctor's office, but romanticizing everything outside of that is a true blessing. And so I don't want you to take from what I'm saying that, like, you have to be happy with all the bad things. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that you need to find joy, love, and peace within yourself, within the bad things. And, you know, they might not necessarily have to be bad things, but, um, you know, just for from my example, like, it can be really hard with all these test results and all this change and everything happening and, you know, going undiagnosed with things. It can be really hard, but, you know, I'm finding love within myself and I'm finding different ways to connect with my body than I have ever before, really. Um, I'm finding what works for me and I've been more, this this may sound weird, but I've been more in love with my own body than I have before. Um, I found joy through working out and I found joy through taking care of myself and one of the hard things is saying no, but I have found joy through saying no and taking care of myself you know for example um there was an event going on with my college tonight at 9 p.m and it goes from 9 to 11 and I said no I was like you know I'm gonna stay home and take care of myself and do what I need to do to get ready for college this week because it's a lot and um So romanticizing your life can just be something as simple as that, as saying no and just taking care of yourself. And as you guys know, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. And, you know, I think that it needs to be taken more seriously sometimes um, and that it's not just a social media trend, that it's a lifestyle because it's it's hard. Life is hard. And, you know, we need to be more gentle on ourselves and take care of ourselves more because things happen in the blink of an eye you know this this fire that happened in medic like really showed everyone like in the blink of an eye you might have to just get up and leave and um you know when I went to church this Sunday um one of the speakers was talking about you know the wildfires and she kind of made a metaphor about um (laughs) the gutters of a house and how a house did not burn down because someone cleaned their gutters and you know thinking about that I was like what the heck I don't I don't know about that but it was kind of a metaphor of like what wildfires are going on in your life and what is in your gutters that you need to clean out and you know that really got me thinking I was like whoa what is in my gutters that I need to clean out? And 
I think that this can go multiple ways of what is the leaves in my gutters on the outside, but also what is clogging my mental health gutters on the inside. And I want you guys to just sit with that thought for a little bit and um, really ask yourself that question of what are the wildfires in my life right now? What is the burden in my life? What is clogging my gutters inside and outside? And I know that sounds weird, but, you know, I'm, I love metaphors and I love analogies and all that stuff. And, you know, that, that really got me thinking and it really kind of put into perspective of, wow, like, I really need to be checking up on myself, not only on the inside, but also on the outside of, am I comparing myself too much? Am I not taking care of myself? Like, you know, looking at my skin, I can tell that I'm breaking out more. And, you know, that could just be from hormones being a teenager, but it could also be, you know, maybe I'm stressing too much. Maybe something else is going on. Like I'm not eating healthy enough or, you know, just something that is not going well. And so my big thing of romanticizing that is, you know, be that Instagram girl. And I know I said it's not a social media trend, but you know, what I find joy in is posting on social media. And I know some people don't watch my stories and they're like, oh my gosh, she's posting on her story again. But it's like, I find joy in that even if no one watches it. Um, That's just something that I love to do. And I romanticize that. And it's, something that brings me joy and peace within my mind and spirit and soul, you know? Um, And so sometimes, you know, posting that you're eating a healthy meal can be romanticizing it. Or, you know, just eating that healthy meal could be romanticizing it. But again, like I said in earlier in this episode is there's a difference between romanticizing things and having expectations for things. And that's another thing that I really want you guys to hear is don't take things and expect from it. Take things and take the good out of them and find joy in them. Because all things, whether they're hard and you feel like you're at rock bottom, all things have joy. I promise you. And sometimes I know that it can feel really hard to find joy in things. But whether it's in that moment or later on, It's either a lesson or a blessing. And I know that phrase is used a lot, but it is true. There's a lesson or a blessing from everything. And sometimes you even get both. You get a blessing and a lesson, you know? Um, But that's just a huge thing that I think about is um, there's always something that you can get out of everything. Whether it's hard, whether it's easy. You can always take away something from everything. If by chance you still haven't understood what it means to romanticize your life, um, I'll break it down in terms for you, or in um, newer terms. It simply means being the main character of your movie. Ah, there it is. I saw everyone's light bulb go off. (laughs) Um, And... You know, it's not being selfish to romanticize your life. It's sacrificing things for your own well-being. It's taking the good. It's taking care of yourself. It's just being kind to yourself. Because even though it's amazing to be kind to other people, it's really amazing 
to be kind to yourself. And it's it's also hard. Um, so real quick, I'm just going to fa- share um, a little bit of like a list of how little things that you can do to romanticize your life. So the first thing is start with a morning routine. And um, I know that sounds kind of basic and simple, but, you know, routines are powerful and it's a really good way to support your mental health. It provides you comfort. It provides you um, healthy habits. And um, it's a good way to just stop and take a self-care break on a regular basis. Um, another thing is take some time every morning to enjoy nature. Um, it's actually proven in a study that if you get out and enjoy vitamin D the first thing of the day, you're going to have a better day. Um, it helps your body sync with the rhythm of the sun. I believe that's called your circadian rhythm. I think don't quote me on that, but um, it gets you more energetic in the morning and more re- more relaxed and sleepy at night. Um, and it also helps you to get your body moving throughout the day and be less tired. Um, one thing that I love, and I know you're gonna hear this and you're gonna be like, "Oh, Isabel," but it's making your bed every morning. And you know, I'm guilty. I don't always make my bed every morning, but it's also proven in a study that it helps really nice. Um, it, it helps you feel accomplished because if you get that done every morning, check it off your, your to-do list. It's the first thing to do every morning and it makes you feel a sense of accomplish, accomplishment. <laughs> um, a simple thing that you can also do is wear clothes that make you feel beautiful. And this is a big thing for me because if you don't know, I'm LDS and I dress more modestly than other people do. I don't really like to wear crop tops and I did this even before I was LDS. I just, I don't know, I don't feel comfortable in a crop top. I just, I don't think it's for me and that's, that's okay. Um, I personally sometimes feel really pretty wearing biker shorts and a baggy t-shirt and you know, I I always say, sometimes when I put on makeup, I say, if I feel pretty on the outside, I feel pretty on the inside, and it gets me going throughout the day. Because if I feel pretty, I'm instantly in a better mood. Um, and that's, you know, a big thing. Um, and another thing that you can do with that is get rid of any clothing that you don't necessarily like or doesn't make you feel beautiful. You know, if you've gone a couple months without wearing a shirt, don't keep making excuses for it you know don't say oh what if I'll have this event one day and I'll need it you know if that event ever comes around you can buy a new piece of clothing it's okay we all do we all do it um one thing that I don't see people do often but I think is really fun is to buy yourself flowers I I love flowers I personally can't keep them alive but I just love excuse me, I love fresh flowers, having them, you know, it just, it brings out the nature aspect of it too. So those are just some little tips. Um, If you're really struggling with it, you can look them up online. There's a whole thing about romanticizing your life, but those are just some things. Um, I really hope that you guys got some things out of this episode. This has been such a fun episode to film and I'm such 
I just love romanticizing life. It is hard and it's hard to get in that routine, but once you start doing it, it's like an addiction and I can't stop now. Like everything I do, I'm like, oh, I'm just romanticizing it. Like it's so fun. Like I'm taking, you know, those heart glasses that you put the glasses on and there's like hearts everywhere. Like that's what I feel like. That's what I like feel like when I hear the word romanticizing your life. So yeah, um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and um, let me know what you'd like to hear in further episodes and um, leave a review on this episode and give me some feedback, but I'd love to hear it and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Never Ending Roads.